Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Pirates game was over yesterday before it even started. As disappointing as it might sound, that is where the season is at this point. Is Mitch Keller the team's number one starter, ace pitcher, all-star, the guy who pitched in the second inning for the National League in the Midsummer Classic, allowed five runs in the first inning, multiple runs came around to score, I believe just four before there was even an out recorded. Mitch Keller's ERA sat in a pretty good spot at the All-Star break. 331 after seven scoreless innings against Arizona, allowing one hit. He did walk five, but also struck out four and threw 99 pitches. Keller's ERA went up to 373 after the loss against Cleveland. And for some reason, the Cleveland Guardians own the Pirates. It's they're the only team at this point that owns any team in Pittsburgh. Six innings, ten hits. Eight runs allowed, including two home runs, two walks, and one somewhat frightening number, would you call it? Only one strikeout for Mitch Keller, 102 pitches overall that he threw. So, Keller hasn't been great over a couple of starts in July against the Dodgers. Five runs allowed, four earned, and five innings pitched. Did strike out seven and walked one. The Arizona start, obviously, as fantastic as it was, also mixed in a start against Milwaukee in the middle of June where he went five innings and gave up four. There's no denying that Keller's your number one starter still and that this seems like it's just trending in the same direction that the whole Pirates franchise is right now where you're just continuing to scrap for answers and nothing, and I mean nothing, is going right. I mean, if you look at this Pirates team right now, Is there anything that makes you feel encouraged? I don't think you can say yes with a straight face. When you look at the overall box score, there's six rookies in the starting lineup between Henry Davis, Jared Triolo, Andy Rodriguez, Nick Gonzalez, Leova Pagaro, five yesterday, six counting Quinn Priester as the starting pitcher, on Monday, making his MLB debut, and Priester allowed seven innings in five and a third. He went three perfect innings with seven ground ball outs and not a ball leaving the infield in the first three innings as Priester looked solid, but overall, man, there's just, there is not much to ride home about. The Pirates game was over before the first, before they batted the game was over, partly because you know how bad this offense is trending. And if the Buccos are going to allow five in one inning, especially on consecutive runs and home runs, and it's a good thing that Josh Naylor does not play in the Pirates division. He has absolutely torched this team. Two home runs yesterday was a force to be reckoned with on Monday as well. Bo Naylor 
A catcher who hits around 215 hit a home run in the first game as well. There's just not much to say. What do you say about the Pirates right now? Connor Joe out in the left. Hooray. Carlos Santana was battling injuries. Andrew McCutcheon has battled injuries in the past month or so. They both got hits in the game, but ultimately did not matter. Henry Davis still playing out in right field. I guess you can be encouraged by the fact that Andy Rodriguez is catching and Austin Hedges is not seeing any playing time. Hooray. That should have happened in May. Nick Gonzalez strikes out a lot. He should be your everyday second baseman with Lyover Pagaro at short. But, oh yes, Pagaro 0 for 3, 3 strikeouts and has not gotten a hit in the first two games. That he has been back in the major leagues after a brief cup of coffee, played one game last season as an emergency call-up from A Altoona, and now back in the big leagues for presumably will be a lot longer of a time and already is on track to be a lot longer of a time. We'll see to be sent down today. Andy Rodriguez, 0 for 3, 3 strikeouts. He went 0 for 4 with 3 strikeouts, including the final out of the game on Monday. Rodriguez at this point, does not look ready. Is not putting together very consistent at-bats at all. This is a Pirates team built on rookies, built on young players. It needs to be built on young players. Rich Hill, who pitches today, you hope you get one, two, probably not. It's likely just two more starts out of them before you trade them at the deadline. What can you get for a 43, 44-year-old starting pitcher whose fastball tops out at 88, 89, maybe 90 miles an hour. Maybe you get a back end of the bullpen arm. Maybe you do something what you traded Daniel Vogelbach to the Mets for and got Colin Holderman. He has faltered at times. He's been really victim to the big inning. But if you can do something like that and trade Rich Hill, get a piece, a 25, 26-year-old bullpen guy, I'll take that. Carlos Santana, you should be able to get some type of piece like that as well for him. Or maybe another depth outfield piece. But do you really need a depth outfield piece? Probably not. You're just looking for pitching at this point. The Pirates drafted seven out of their eight guys on day two of the MLB draft as college arms. With a lot of those guys potentially going to be fast-tracked to try to make it up here to continue to try to help this bullpen, help the rotation, help just the general pitching in general. PNC Park had 21,600 yesterday. On a weeknight against Cleveland in July, when when you break down that number, probably five, six, maybe 7,000 were all Cleveland. To the point where the Cleveland Guardians own the Pirates. And they're not good either. The American League Central is crap. Cleveland is 47 and 48. The Pirates now 13 under at 41 and 54. There's only one guy, one guy, and he won't play this year, who provides the most hope, who could turn this thing around. And even though he's not an everyday guy, he is the guy that's going to be dependent on to save the Pirates, to save Derek Shelton if there's no saving him already at this point but to save Baron Charrington and his job. We'll get to who that is coming up next. I'm Austin Bechtold. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. We'll be back. 9 through 7, the Fan.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.